Happy Birthday, Mr. President is a production of Big Four Enterprises, copyright 2020. I'm your host, Jeff Myers. And I'm your co-host, Carissa Slate. Our creative director is Shelby Myers, and our senior writer is Evan Myers. This is Happy Happy Birthday, birthday, Mr. Mr. President. (laughs) Well, this is a, we'll call it a special edition of On the Road with Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Uh, because we're coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, and I'm here with our creative director, Shelby Myers. Hello! And we are celebrating the 187th birthday of Benjamin Harrison, who Yay. was the 23rd president of the United States. Absolutely. And it is appropriate that we're in Indianapolis for Benjamin Harrison's birthday because this is where he spent most of his life. That's so cool. Yeah. He was born in North Bend, Ohio, and he grew up on a farm. And um, good old boy, <laughs> he, he was Benjamin Harrison's grandfather was William Henry Harrison, who was the ninth president of the United States. Oh, yes. that's cool! It was a family legacy, I guess, in the Harrison family that you go on to become president. Yeah, it's not the, not the only time that's happened. <laughs> no, it is not. It is not. Uh, when he was 14 years old, Benjamin went to Cincinnati to attend Farmers College, which was a prep school. I don't think a prep it, school. Yeah. Huh. I don't think it was like farmers college and where you went to learn to be a farmer. I think that's what the name of it was. Oh. Farmers okay. college. That makes sense. Maybe some I guy. Mean, huh. yeah. People study agriculture. Yeah. True. True. Uh, he, so he went there when he was fourteen, and then he entered uh, Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. So Miami of Ohio. Oh, that is misleading. <laughs> true. It is. Uh, so he entered there as a junior. And he graduated in 1852. Miami of Ohio, I've been there many times. Really? In my college days. Yeah, it's actually kind of a little bit of a party town. (laughs) (laughs) It Uh, is Miami. (laughs) It is Miami, yes. Uh, After he graduated from Miami of Ohio, he studied law in Cincinnati. And back then... If you go to law school, what what it was is basically you go practice with a lawyer, and oh, okay. that's what they called it, practicing with a lawyer. And he passed; he was admitted to the bar in Ohio in 1854 when he was 21 years old. That's pretty impressive. Now imagine that he's 21 years old and he's an attorney. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, while he was um, uh, at Miami of Ohio, he met a lady named Carolyn Lavinia Scott. Ooh. Yes. And they got married on October 20th, 1853 in Oxford, Ohio, when he was 20 years old. Okay, yeah. okay. Got married when he was 20. They, and then after they got married, they moved to Indianapolis. So that's how Benjamin Harrison got to Indianapolis. He came here when he was 20 years old. Okay. And that's where he started. And they had two children, uh, Russell Benjamin and Mary Scott. And they called Mary Scott Mamie. Mamie. Or Mammy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. So that's uh, that's Benjamin Harrison kind of early life. Cool. Really interesting, huh? Really interesting. <laughs> Moved places and did things. Well, back in the 1850s, the country was gearing up for Civil War. And he had, uh, he actually started in, in politics and a military career. Uh, he became secretary of Indiana's Republican Committee. And he, the election of 1860, he worked to elect Abraham Lincoln. Now, that was the first election, too, when there was this new Republican Party. That was, yeah. That was the very first Republican Party election. 
And in downtown Indianapolis, on Monument Circle, is a place called Columbia Club. Yeah, I've seen that. And that actually served as Harrison's presidential headquarters when he ran for president. You know what? I actually <laughs> dated a guy who is like a manager at the Columbia Club. Wow. And he like works at the bar and stuff in the Columbia so Club. So is there like any little thing scratched in the back of the cabinet that says Benjamin Harrison was here? Uh, probably. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> Well, he was uh, Indianapolis city attorney uh, from 1857 to 1860. So some of these dates are kind of getting mixed up, but we're you know it's it's all in this time frame. Yeah. And he also served as the Indiana Supreme Court reporter from 1861 to 1862. So it was it was during the, all that time that uh, he was kind of getting into Indiana politics and and the political scene. And then in 1860, July of 1862. He was commissioned a second lieutenant in the Union Army, and uh, the governor at the time was Oliver P. Morton. I've never heard of him. You've never heard of Oliver P. Morton? No. Well, your mom and I grew up in Centerville, Indiana, and that's where Oliver P. Morton was from. Oh, cool. Yeah. What a weird world. (laughs) He was was Indiana's uh, Civil War governor. And so Benjamin Harrison, Lieutenant Harrison, was involved in many battles, uh, leading the 70th Indiana Infantry uh, at different places. And he was down in the uh, Kennesaw Mountain area in Georgia, and there was some heavy fighting, and he he became a surgeon. A surgeon? What? What? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how you go from being like a... A lawyer to a... a Surgeon. (laughs) So I guess they just needed people that... I don't know, we're smart enough to know if that's bleeding, better put some pressure on it. Right. So, oh, where's you know, Carissa when you I, need her? Because, you now she's a doctor, right? I, that's what I've heard. <laughs> so I always ask her, I said, do you think they bled people? Do you think, he, as a surgeon, did he bleed people? Probably. <laughs> another another installment on bled or not bled. You know, I, I have a feeling that the people he was treating were already bleeding. <laughs> so he didn't need to... He didn't need to take they more. They might have used leeches, I don't know. That's kind of gross. But anyway, yeah, so he became a surgeon. I don't, that's that's kind of strange. Uh, and he was eventually promoted to brigadier general. So he, he went in as a second lieutenant, and he uh, he actually was uh, discharged from the army as a brigadier general. So he well, he actually was a, a pretty well-known military yeah. leader. I, I honestly didn't know that much about Benjamin Harrison as a military leader, right. but he was. He came back to Indiana and he uh, ran for governor twice, and he was unsuccessful hmm. uh, both times. But the Indiana legislature elected him as U.S. Senator from Indiana in 1881, where he served from 1881 to 1887. Now, back then, the state legislature selected the senators for each state. It wasn't elected by the, the pop- population, oh, I didn't know that. the people, or everything. Yeah. So he served uh, in the uh, United States Senate. And then came along the election of 1888, and he said, I'm going to run for president. So that's when the Columbia Club was his headquarters Mm -hmm. and everything. And the president at the time was Grover Cleveland, or as we like to call him here at Happy Birthday, Mr. President, Steve Cleveland. Steve Cleveland. Yeah, because we're on a first name basis. Right, right, right. So most people know him as Grover. We call him Steve. Good old Steve. (laughs) And he campaigned for uh, pension benefits for Civil War veterans. That was one of uh, Harrison's big uh, campaign things that he did. And he was elected, and he entered the office at age 55. He was 55 years old when he entered office. 
He served one term from March 4th, 1889 to March 4th, 1893. And he appointed Theodore Roosevelt as civil service commissioner. Oh, okay. So that was one of Theodore Roosevelt's first political jobs, political positions. That's really cool. And he was really gung-ho, as we know about Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, so he was, so Benjamin Harrison had a connection with Teddy Roosevelt. Have you ever heard of the Sherman Antitrust Act? No. Yeah? Oh, come on. Maybe. Didn't didn't they teach you that in high school? Well, I I don't know. I was doing theater. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the Sherman Antitrust Act is actually one of the pop or well-known uh acts that it was trying to curtail the, the power of monopolies oh wait yes i do know that yeah see yeah. you did know that so like the steel companies were trying yeah. to become monopolies and railroads and all this other stuff yeah that's so, how we got the board game exactly yeah that's where the board mm-hmm. game was so uh, is benjamin harrison like one of the figures that you move around the board yeah he's the he, he, he he's is the top the, hat he, yeah he's the top hat. yeah he's the old boot <laughs> well it was also no, there. I was going to say, that was some delayed laughter. You know, the, the studio audience kind of woke up after that. <laughs> uh, in, during Harrison's administration, it was the first time that Congress's uh, budget was a billion dollars. A billion with a B. Uh, so, man, those were the days, weren't they? Because now we're doing trillion dollar bailout oh packages. So they, we just had a billion dollar budget, and it was big money back then. So. Um, while he was in office, uh, he was he was a uh, really proponent for the growing of the United States, and, and some states came into the union: North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, Washington, Idaho, and Wyoming. Uh, were all they all came into the union. Now, one of the things I heard about so the, the North Dakota and South Dakota was actually referred to as Dakota, oh. but I guess they wanted to have uh, you know two different states. Huh. And so when the bill came to uh, sign on President Harrison's desk, uh, he didn't want to feel like he was given preferential treatment over North Dakota or South Dakota. So he said, mix them up and don't tell me which one and I'll sign them. Huh. And so that, you Good know. for him. <laughs> so that way, you know, he can't, the South Dakota can say, hey, we were first. Right. Na, 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 na. And, boy, they're slow today. They are. There's a delay. <laughs> I don't know. It's not my fault. Well, another thing about Harrison is that when he saw things that he liked, he wanted them. And one of the things he saw was Hawaii. He saw? Well, he didn't like literally see it. <laughs> but he said, we need to have Hawaii. So the, uh, there was a, uh, a monarchy in Hawaii, Queen Liliuokalani. Liliuokalani. I can't say her name. Yeah, I've heard of her. I don't it's know It's got like lots, lots of vowels in it. Right. And there was an American-led coup over her, so and then the United States annexed Hawaii. Not became a state, but annexed it. Right. So, said, okay, it's now ours. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> they took it. <laughs> this is mine. And uh, another thing that happened uh, while Harrison was president, so uh, there were some American sailors that were down in Chile, Valparaiso, Chile, I thought Valparaiso was in northern Indiana. Yeah, that's where the those were the name of popcorn. <laughs> oh, that's right, Orville Redenbacher. Yeah, I never made the connection between Orville Redenbacher and Benjamin Harrison. I, but I don't think there is one. I don't think there is one. Only either. on our show is there one. So hey, it works. It it all it all works. Well, anyway, so these sailors were at a bar in Valparaiso, Chile, and they got attacked, and actually they were killed. Huh. And President Harrison was strongly patriotic and it's like if anybody is messing with the United States of America they're going to pay 
And so he threatened war with Chile uh, because of the this fight. They're going to war. <laughs> Sounds like a ho <laughs> It's a duel. Oh, a duel. I got you. But he got... <laughs> That's hilarious. But he got Chile to pay $75,000 in reparations to the families of those two sailors. So I just mentioned that because Benjamin Harrison, while there was not a lot that went on with his uh, term, he was a very patriotic uh, man, yeah. a very patriotic president. And uh, it was just one of those things, like, don't mess with us. Don't mess with us or we're going to mess with you. Well, he, election of 1892 came along, and uh, his wife, Carolyn, was dying of tuberculosis in the White House. Oh. She was really sick. And Harrison, he had no desire to leave her side to campaign. And so he didn't go out and campaign. Well, his, his opponent in that election was former President Grover Cleveland. And, you know, Grover Cleveland understood... President Harrison's uh, plight, and he pledged that he'd stay home too. Can you believe wow. that? Can you believe, what integrity? He says, you know what? If my opponent can't go out and campaign because his wife is dying in the White House of tuberculosis, I'm going to stay home too. Wow, what a that's just, that's a classy move right there. Uh, you wouldn't hear about that in uh, today's no, day and age. Would not. Would no, no, absolutely not. That's and classy. So Gro- Grover Cleveland was. I guess you could say re-elected, although Benjamin Harrison was the president in between Grover Cleveland's two terms. Huh. So, how about that? That's pretty cool. Um, All right. Are you ready for our favorite segment of the show? Cue up the band. Yep. It's true or false. It's always the pause in the music. It's always the pause in the music that gets you. Okay. So I've got five true or false questions here. Okay. Uh, Is our studio audience ready? Yes. Okay. Maybe. To laugh or fail or... Sure. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll we'll figure out... Talk to the producer about the technical aspects of the show. I'll talk to the producer. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to give these out here and um, you're going to tell me if these are true or false. Okay. Okay. So... First one, true or false? Benjamin Harrison was the first president to win a Grammy. True? Er, that's false. Oh, you got dang a buzzer there. I do somewhere. Yep. There yeah. it is. No, but he was the first to have his voice recorded in 1889. It's a 36-second speech. Oh, cool. You got to think about the time frame. For right, this, right, so. right. He, uh, yeah, I guess it was his his friend must have been Tom Edison and. He said, I got this wax thing, and I'll put, you know, your voice on it. So, no, he didn't win a Grammy. But that's cool that oh, yeah. he's the first one yeah. to have his voice recorded. All right. Here's the second one. Benjamin Harrison was the first president to throw out the first pitch at a professional baseball game. Oh, I hope that's true. Yeah, that's sort of true. Eh. Oh, that's, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I'm going to say it's sort of true. He was the first president to attend a baseball game. Between the Cincinnati Reds and the Washington Senators on June 6th, 1892. Wow, I didn't realize the Reds were that old. Oh, the Cincinnati Reds are like the oldest uh, Major League Baseball team. They got That's formed cool. in the 1860s. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so in that game, Cincinnati won 7-4. to four. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so. Um, I don't think Pete Rose was playing back then. Uh, probably not. <laughs> no, 1892? No, I don't think he was born yet. No. <laughs> okay. Here's our third true or false question. Okay. 
Cable TV was installed at the White House during Harrison's term. False. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, they didn't. No, they didn't have cable TV. But electricity was installed at the White House. But the family was frightened by it they were frightened. after they got shocked. <laughs> and they, I don't blame them. And then sometimes they refused to uh, touch the switches. So. I wouldn't touch the switches either. Boy, that's a that's a sleepy audience. I know. <laughs> I don't have control over. Okay. All right. Fourth true or false question. Okay, you're gonna like this one. Okay. Harrison participated in improv comedy while at Miami University. <gasps> true. Oh, that's false. Oh, dang it. I was hoping so. Well, although during one 30-day period, he did give 140 different speeches. So you figured some of them were probably improv, right? I feel like I'm answering based on what I want to be true (laughs) and not what I think is actually true. Yeah, well. All right, here's our last uh, true or false question. Benjamin Harrison inspired Chick-fil-A to be closed on Sundays. (laughs) False. No, that's sort of true. What? Is it really? Well, he was deeply religious and he conducted no political business on Sunday. So, okay, I kind of took a stretch okay, with that okay. one. <laughs> I don't think he was directly involved with Chick-fil-A. But I was like, how old is Chick-fil-A? <laughs> the Reds were around. I don't know. Maybe Chick-fil-A was too. Well, it is God's chicken. It's so. God's chicken. <laughs> well, that's pretty good for uh, for true or false there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got most of them wrong. Well, that's okay. I had fun. Yeah, I, I, I try to, you know, kind of twist them, you know, sort of true, sort of false. You're right, right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, after he got out of the White House, uh, he returned, he and his wife returned. Well, actually, I'm sorry, Carolyn died. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, was, oh, no. She died shortly before the election, before he was president. I, I take, oh, no, no, no. It was, this, it was the election of 1892. I apologize. I'm all mixed up now. It was the election of 1892. And she died shortly before that election. So oh, okay. he returned to Indianapolis and uh, to do his law practice. Well, then he shocked his children because he got married. Oh! He married uh, Mary Scott Lord Dominic on April 6th, 1896 in New York City when he was 62 years old. Dang. Yeah, they got married. And it surprised his children. Uh <laughs> She was the niece of Carolyn, and she was 25 years younger than Benjamin. Whoa. <laughs> and they had a child. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Holy and, cow. And, and their child was younger than any of his grandchildren. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he, he surprised everybody. Got, got married. And they lived at the house here in Indianapolis. And if you've never been to the... Benjamin Harrison home. You should go visit it sometime. Yeah, it's it's right near downtown, off of Meridian Street, and uh, it's it's. I've been there. We were hoping to record this uh, episode, you know, yeah. from the front porch, but uh, you know, time constraints and probably COVID wouldn't let us go there. Probably. Anyway, so. uh, but he got ill uh, with influenza. He he got the flu, Ugh. and he died on March thirteenth, nineteen oh one, in Indianapolis when he was sixty seven years old. And he is interred at uh, Crown Hill Cemetery here in Indianapolis. Oh, that's like right down the street from here. Right down the street. And his second wife, Mary, she lived until 1948. <laughs> Almost 50 years Holy uh, cow. after he died. Well, of course, she was 25 years younger than him. So Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah. So that, that is our, our, our President 
Benjamin Harrison, and this is the 187th birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Mr. President. President. Well, thanks for listening, folks. We'll be back uh, for our next episode to celebrate the birthday of yet another president of the United States.